Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Montana, welcome in. You know, if it's this song, I found my old long lost brother. You've done a good song <laughs> in the community. Putting, I can't do the intro nearly like he used to be able to do it. On. Yes. Gotta love it. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. But for today, for at least the first 30 minutes, it's two tall Nuana's once again. I'm Coulter Nuana's. We're coming to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. My good friend Ryan Tutel is here to help us celebrate our 10th anniversary at ESPN Radio. You already know the month of February, stacked full. Wings, wings, and more wings. The Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, kind enough to help us celebrate our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Radio by giving you 10 wings every 10 minutes throughout each Wing It Wednesday for the month of February. Very cool of Brian and the boys down there at the Despo for helping us out, helping us celebrate in style, and uh, even cooler for you because you get to win the best wings in the city of Missoula, not just once, 
but at least six, sometimes as many as ten times per show. It's kind of tough to get them all in. We'll be giving them away as often as we possibly can uh, here throughout this show. Ryan and I are going to talk a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of memories, and a little bit of Aaron Rodgers still being allergic to rings. <laughs> We're also going to hear from Alex Eshelman, her illustrious return. She's been very, very busy, so she has not been able to swing by the last couple weeks, but she will be back in the saddle, our Montana State Minute, coming up at about 4.30. We also going to have a little bit of a uh, conversation about the reordering of the coaching staff at Montana State. You go to the national championship game, as Montana State did in football this year, and that means some of your young coaches, they're going to get new gigs. That happened for Freddie Banks, the defensive coordinator, and Nate Potter, the tight ends coach, as well as uh, Adam Pillipi, uh, the assistant defensive line coach, and they have the staff now refilled in. We heard from Willie Matt Garza last week. We also uh, mentioned Tyler Walker. We'll talk a little bit more about him, the new tight ends coach. And then a guy who played with RG3 at Baylor, uh, Robert Griffin III, for those keeping track at home, Nick John Baptiste, a guy who played in the NFL for a while as well. Uh, I hear he still looks like he could play in the NFL. Makes sense because he was only at Baylor about six years ago. Uh, but he's the new assistant defensive line coach there at Montana State. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Second hour uh, was efforting. I teased this yesterday on the show, but to sometimes, you know, the world of college sports, it's hectic. It's hard to pin people down. Wanted to have Junior Adams on the show. He's a former Montana State wide receiver, currently the assistant, or excuse me, the co-offensive coordinator at the University of Oregon. He has had many Power 5 stops during his awesome coaching career, but his second assistant coach job after his first one at his alma mater at MSU came at Eastern Washington. He was the one that identified Cooper Cup once upon a time. We'll hear from Junebug once upon a time or at least somewhere down the road, but to not today. Instead, we're going to do a little rapid-fire NFL conversation for our ESPN roundtable talking about the most interesting storylines throughout the National Football League now that the offseason is upon us. I mean, the Super Bowl is already three days ago. It's ancient history. we got to talk future speculation. Where's Aaron Rodgers going? Where's Jimmy Garoppolo going? Is Tom Brady actually retired? Who are some of the most interesting teams in the NFL? We'll talk all about that. And we also have some preps to talk about as well because don't look now, but the Missoula Hellgate boys basketball team straight rolling. 10 out of 11 after beating number one ranked Helena Capital last night. And the Knights, they host an upstart Missoula Big Sky team that's also coming off a win over Helena High. Big Sky much improved. And it's been a long time since Sentinel was not in a city championship conversation here in the Garden City. Instead, it's the Eagles and the Knights Friday night at Hellgate for the city title. So we'll get to all that. That's our show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. If you have any questions when it comes to the real estate world, give Brent and his team a call today. If you want to stream the show, you want to watch or listen any of your mobile devices, you always can. 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live. You'll find the stream. And you want to be a part of the show, you want to get a hold of us, you also can do that. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. You want to remember that because we got wings for you throughout the show. Let's start it off right now. Call us right now. Caller number 2, 888-1029. We got 10 wings, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. 406-888-1029. Call us right now for some wings from the Desperado. What's up, dude? How you living? I mean, do you remember I'm the, in Montana? I'm, I'm living pretty good, you know? Do you remember the old phone number? Because uh. <laughs> we got it all fancy now. 329-1899. That's very good. Is very, that right? Very good. I think you, that's you, the you, old usually, you usually only have memories for like 
Winston Churchill essays and yeah, things. Well, it, 17,000 repetitions will sear it in there. Here's what I would like somebody to do. <laughs> Call 329-1899 and see who answers. <laughs> Let me know who's on the other end of that thing. <laughs> Call huh? 329-1899 and then text us and tell us who That's answers. Right. I would old, actually also love to the know that. Old, uh, the, the original phone number. Yeah, super funny uh, that Tommy's got us all fancy around here now. Yeah. Triple eight one zero two nine. That's like big time stuff. Really, I mean, you got to like pay money. It's like getting a domain. You know what I mean? It is. That, we had to win an number. auction. I think it cost us twenty eight dollars. <laughs> big time. Yeah. I would say I would not say you overpaid, but I think that that's a fair <laughs> price. Twenty eight bucks. Let's talk some history here at ESPN. It is our tenth anniversary here on ESPN Radio. I've been along for the ride for about four and a half years. This guy here, he brought me into the fold once upon a time. And then left me to go on a uh, what was the total mileage? Um, on the drive, well, it was it was fifteen and a half thousand miles, Missoula to Missoula, and we're probably pushing in on twenty thousand in in actual grand total at this moment in time, uh, in terms of the driving around the USA. But um, let's say fifteen and a half. It's pretty. That's pretty good. That's a that's a pretty ambitious road trip. Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, it's 20 states. It's not as, I mean, it is a long way. It's a big country. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we loaded up, got in a camper, got in a trailer, uh, truck and trailer, and just started driving around the country and, uh, you know, parking here and there, stay in different places. But if you spread it out, I mean, you spread, like, there's lots of people, lots of people who drive more than 15,000 miles a year. I mean, it's a lot. It is a lot. Not for sure. When I say there's a lot of people, I wouldn't say most people or something like no, that. No, that's but, funny. I actually probably... There's, there's actually a lot of less people that drive a lot of miles. I we drive just about 15,000. Kind of line. Yeah, I drive at 15,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. Think, oh, I, for sure. I just go back and forth to like here in Bozeman and here in Spokane. That's well, pretty much it. I got good news for you. You're driving the two best stretches that there are. Because really? the rest of it is just tough. It, really? <laughs> well, no. That, I mean, not all. There's some beautiful spots out there. Well, we'd already talked about your road trip because yeah. Brian has been back. He helped us out throughout the fall, but you've been in South Africa lately, right? I mean, what if there's people listening who don't know who, know who I am? Well, Ryan, was, a lot of Ryan was the person that is the founding father of this in terms mm. of the on mic. We heard from Dave Cowan last week, who was the general manager of Missoula Broadcasting. Man, Dave Cowan. The, uh, the guy who was the first, the first guy, silly enough, to believe in, in you and your, your prodigious talents. That's right. Yeah, he had to overcome a lot of objections from our owner to I, get me in the I, front door. I tried, so to, tee, I tried to tee him up for that last week, and he would not take the bait. And then, of course, our owner came in here afterwards. Yes. Because you know, she's always around, and she's mm. like, you tried to make Dave tell the great story, and... He didn't even take the bait. She's like, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for him to throw me under the bus. He wouldn't even do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 not totally clear that it was the right decision to bring me on. But I was. I, I think I started here uh, in uh, at Missoula Broadcasting, then Missoula Radio at, in 2014. Uh, so well, that that puts us at just about eight years ago. In fact, is next month will have been eight years ago uh, that I started uh, with the uh, with the radio station, and it was about it was about four months, four or five months after that 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 the very first local sports talk radio show uh, on this station on ESPN as an ESPN affiliate started, uh, and it was Tuesdays with Tutel for one hour a day. And if you listened at that time. I apologize. We did the very best we could. 
Okay, so you're going to have to deal with the fact that it was, you know, a learning curve. And, you know, hopefully we did learn something over the course of time. But it took about (laughs) it took some time to really like understand what it was that that was going on. So set the scene for people. Were we in the old were you in the old building back then? Of course. Were we in the Langley building there? Yeah, yeah, way back. Okay. So and it was was it the OG studio that we first started in? Uh, the very first studio. Or were you in the back studio? The the very first studio that that what is now this show was ever done in was a windowless closet on the interior in the middle of, of a of a square beige building. It was no one will see them, they will see no one, and Tucker Sargent and I, our dear friend Tuck, uh, sat, I mean, hip to hip, shared a single microphone. Yeah. And so he did the very first show with you? Very first show. It was show. Tuesdays with Tutel, but yeah. you did have a co-host. But he came in and... Because I was thinking about this. You yeah. and I did this for a little more than three years together, mm. and then when you left... I had no ability to do it without somebody to talk to. Therefore, that's why this show has become what it's become, which is, you know, Interview Central, which is my strength and what I want it to be. (laughs) But also, I mean, seriously, it took me a full 13 months to be able to be comfortable enough to just straight roll for 45 minutes by myself. People don't understand. You might, you can think whatever you want about the national guys that do it by themselves. Some of those guys are among the most polarizing guys in radio. But from a pure execution and talent standpoint, to be able to do a three-hour show by yourself is unbelievable. Yeah, it's, uh, it is it, it is a little harder than what it seems like from the outside, admittedly. And uh and I got I got a few runs at the solo deal. In fact, quite a few. But primarily, I've been fortunate enough to have a co-host the whole way through. Uh, there was a, a quite a space between Tucker and yourself where uh, I was kind of white knuckling it down the highway, so to speak, with the uh, with the with, with the solo deal. But uh, it was uh, it was. I mean, it was a dream come true for me. I remember the very first show uh, was uh, terrifying, uh, <laughs> nerve-wracking, and I can say with unmitigated resolve, bad. It was just <laughs> terrible. So that, I mean, that, but, you know, it, it's, it's a starting point. Do you remember point. what you talked about? Oh, gosh, no. I mean, heavens no. What was, so here's the other thing is that I have so many contacts and so much journalism background. Mm-hmm. That I can always pull something out that's applicable to the time and place, and then I can just do the who, what, when, where, why with them to get through the interview or whatever. We try to make it more deep and uh, and uh, applicable than that. But if you don't have a roadmap, you can get way out over your yeah, skis. Were no. you, did you guys? Were you guys going local? Were you going? Pro, what were I mean, you doing? All, all of the above. I mean, it's only one hour. I mean, in sure. retrospect, like it's not that big a deal. But I remember spending fully eight hours preparing for the one hour because <laughs> I was, you know, mortified and excited, but also, uh, you know, not, not really, uh, I would, I was, I was out over my skis. So anyway, but we worked through that and, and, uh, so I kind of slowly worked into a rhythm. And then, you know, at some point about four or five months later, um, it, it became an entity that, that management ownership, et cetera, felt like, hey, we can make this into, uh, you know, a true sort of revenue generating and um, community uh, 
community oriented, certainly, but something that is uh, a benefit for the listenership. You know what I mean? It's not just, uh, you know, it's not just an experiment at this, you know, anymore. It's something that we can really turn into something that is going to be, you know, a win-win, mutually beneficial all the way around from the radio station to the sports uh, community to the city of Missoula and then ultimately to the state of Montana, you know, and, and I hope that that, you know, is something that, that did occur and for the seven years or so that I was on this show, uh, it, you know, I think uh, had, uh, had, had, had good growth and I think did something that, you know, there was, it didn't exist really, not in the way that we were doing it uh, prior to that time. And so I'm, I'm proud that, that we were able to build it up to the point that it is and that you've continued to carry it on uh, the way that you have and that people have a place to go to, to hear local stuff, local perspectives on national stuff, you know, Cooper Cup being the MVP is oh, such a wild ride. I know that you have hammered this uh, very self-aggrandizing on your part, by the <laughs> way. Lots of lots of back padding by you to you hey, hey. Uh, on the it's early my, it's identification. The, it's my first, last, and only. Hey, well, here's the thing. Like, a lot of stuff has to happen for Cooper Cup to be the MVP of the Super Bowl, okay? Like, sure. Odell Beckham doesn't get hurt. I'll bet he isn't. Obviously, the Bengals pick up the fourth down. Who knows what happens? Maybe he isn't. The fact is, though, (laughs) I find it hard. Now, you do this definitively because you do everything definitively, even when you shouldn't. Sure. But (laughs) I I take a very tepid line when it comes to projecting FCS talent to the next level. Yeah. Uh, And so I think, you know, a guy like Troy Anderson. Yep. I mean, he might be the best, quote, football player if you want to take it for everything that it is. I mean, when you talk about the positions and the the quarterback, the running back, the linebacker, the whole thing, I mean, he might be the best, certainly the best I've ever seen at the Big Sky Conference level, including Cooper Cup. For sure. No chance I'm going to sit here and go, well, this guy is a pro bowler in the NFL. Do I think, I mean, he's going to be, I mean, will he, Barring injury and that kind of thing, there's no question that he is an NFL caliber player, and I think a starting NFL caliber player, but starting to project stuff out. But Cooper Cup rolling out there, winning the triple crown, as Chris Collinsworth said, he thinks it's the quadruple crown if you take in the blocking aspect. He thinks he's basically the best blocking wide receiver in football, which is, it's not even underrated. It's just nobody appreciates it because it's, it, no, no one understands schematically or also just identification wise as you're watching as a fan, you don't you don't see that. It's not even on screen very often. Right. So but take all that into account and then everything that has to transpire for him to do what he did. And it's 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 remarkable. Anyway, all that to say Cooper Cup's getting a lot of love nationally. Sure. But there's a lot of people in the Eastern Washington, Idaho yep. Panhandle, yep. Western Montana, Big Sky Conference areas that are like you're a little late to the party because exactly. we've been here for a minute and so this is the sort of place the sort of entity that allows that to happen that allows that conversation the, the the dialogue and so on and that makes me happy like i think that's really fun i hope it's fun for people it certainly has been fun for me over the years and uh and 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 then you see a payoff or something like that you know where <laughs> Who's who's the bearded guy out there winning wide receiver of the year? And there you there you go. He's you know he's been around for a while. Nuanas now he has been radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Ryan Tutel in studio. 
It's our 10th anniversary here at ESPN. This is part of our 10th anniversary celebration. We have 10 wings every 10 minutes, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Let's double up. One caller, one texture. Caller number one, texture number one. 406 1029 Hit us up right now. We got 10 wings of the Despo as part of our 10th year anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. 10 wings every 10 minutes will keep my son, Kai, who's four, occupied for exactly 100 minutes. I was teasing Ryan earlier today because Ryan has been on this cross-country road trip and then rolled into a three-month stint with his sister and her family in South Africa. And I I can't help but analyze the dichotomy of the experience that your children are getting Mm. by traveling the country, traveling the world, and hanging out with you and your wife, which is tremendously uh, nurturing, I, I have to believe. They're also such smart kids already. But I was teasing you. I said I'm going to do a. I'm going to write a book about the uh, the background of the two tell girls when they're both CEOs of, of Fortune 500 companies. And then there's going to be another couple chapters about Kai and his uh, professional eating prowess, yes. <laughs> like, taking out Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut at the uh, the Fourth of July hot, hot dog eating contest. It's Is he wild. still just crushing, man? Yes, and I, I'm not going to sit here and bore people with my kids' stories and all that. Here's sure, what I'm going to sure. say, okay? Everybody's kid's hungry. Everybody's kid's smart. We got it. Okay. My brother, so my wife is Filipina. She's American, but she's Filipina ethnically. Uh, and her brother, who is, I would say, generously exactly half your size. Like, he's a 50% oh, culture. Yes, yes, okay? yes. He's five... I think he's in the five six <laughs> range, and that's, I mean, that is that's giving him every inch, okay. And he's not one hundred and fifty pounds. No way, he's, he isn't. <laughs> right, I know. I promise you, and I'm a pretty good eater. I'm not. I'm. I'm not Kobayashi or any of that. But I, you know, I got that good Scandinavian history with me. He eats me under the table. I've eaten with him. Period. Yeah, I've eaten with him before. It's just incredible. And it's and this is what makes me believe that the Kobayashi thing isn't actually just a trick. Sure. Because I've watched my brother-in-law disappear, just buffets worth of food. And I'm like, but, but, but where? How? What is happening? And it's just gone. And so now... You know, I have I'm a I, I and my family are a pretty good group of eaters, and my brothers-in-law, both of them, by the way, but but him especially, it's just like it's it's disconcerting. And now my son looks like he has grabbed on to the worst of both parties in terms of yeah. like just total consumption. And so at four years old, he is. Um, I'm poor, Coulter, is what it is. You know, I, I've... That's I, also like I'm, your goal in life, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? Few it, assets but love. Here's the thing. If you got nothing to lose, you're in great shape. That's that's exactly right. So, let's uh, let's talk some sports for a minute, okay. huh? Yeah, how about that? Um, I'm trying to think of the last time you were on the show. You haven't been on with us in 2022. No, no, no. So we'll November, do a, we'll, we'll do a little rapid fire yeah, here. Okay. First of all, what did you think of the uh, astounding run by Montana State to the FCS National Championship game? I thought it was amazing. Uh, uh, Well, of course it was amazing. Uh, I'm very happy. Look, uh, Montana State had a class come together, the seniors last year and then the seniors this year who who went on that run, that um, you can't just – it doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and it's not just a Troy Anderson. 
it's it's right. it's a lot of a lot of dudes for sure that came together at the same time and came together in a circumstance that was galvanizing. I mean, it's really hard to um, over communicate the importance, particularly in football, when you have so many guys of buy in. Sure, and it's a weird concept. Like when you really break it down, it's like, well, what does it actually mean? But I think it's something like demonstrating your care for each other through hard work, yeah. you know, is, is basically what it comes down in, in a sports context, in a football context. And I think you had that. And I think that Jeff Choate deserves so much credit for creating that culture. For sure. For turning that thing on its head. For sure. And uh, uh, he also deserves credit for leaving Be- because that was the most, ga- it, like, I thought about this extensively, but if Choate leaves like he did, but they don't have a full year to sort of coalesce. Last year doesn't happen. The circumstances that came together were just perfect, right? You have this veteran they group, so, and, yeah. and they would have been very good if Choate had stayed, but I don't know if they would have won on the same run. But he leaves, and that's what you're saying. The galvanization happened because he left, and also they had this whole long time to come together, too. Well, it, I mean, he created that that culture to make that a reality. Uh, and then I think, I mean, I think Brent Vegan comes in and he's a very different guy from Jeff Cho. For sure. Night and day. And that can go kind of one or two, one of two ways. Here's what's not going to happen. You're not going to continue down the same path. You're either going to split and it's all going to fall apart because everybody, yeah. you know, had a guy that they were about and now that guy's gone. And I, I don't know Coach Vegan, but having watched him, having watched the team, I give him uh, a ton of credit and that staff for clearly uh, 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 bringing along and sort of um, validating everything that this group had done up to that point and then pressing forward and said, we're going to keep going, but in this new sort of way. I mean, that's what it looked like to me anyway. Uh, and also, I mean, you got to say Tommy Malott. For sure. Some some guys, it's just a certain uh, je ne sais quoi, right? Like they they have a certain thing about them. He's he's got some great skills. He's so young, like he's, for sure. He's he's not. Yeah, I saw him in person the other day. He looks like he's twelve. He, he's not a top half quarterback in the Big Sky Conference. No, but in, he's one in, of the best athletes. In, but but just in general, like sure. in what he does. Sure. But he has a a, a work. Not, not, work ethic isn't even the right way to say it. He's got a, a, a certain grit about him and a certain, like, I have to come through yep. for the older guys or yep. what it is. Whatever, and they knew whatever. he would come through for That's them, right. too. They trusted him. And so, look, if you say does, if Tommy Mallott doesn't get injured on the first drive of the play, is it is it a different game? Well, it is a different game. Does it mean that NDSU doesn't go on to win anyway? Certainly not. They proved, again, that they're dominant, and who knows. But... I think it is fair to say who does know. And what I watched Tommy Malott do, and basically given the room to shine because of how, you know, uh, because of that group, I thought it was amazing. And I also think this, like, it would be, it would be borderline miraculous to be able to recruit a group that was able to blossom into what that group was the last couple of years for Montana State. For give, sure. You can give you can give the you can give the best recruiter all the money in the world to go get everybody you can to go to Bozeman and play. 
and they're going to get good players. But it just it it's a it, there's a special thing that happens to have that level of players all show up, all care about it, all be into it, and all go the way that they did to make a run to the Natty. So, I'm, and I'm glad that they did because they deserve to have that sort of run given the four, five, six years that they had being at MSU. How about your Green Bay Packers? Aaron Rodgers is no longer engaged. I don't really ever care about those sort of details and the athletes that we commentate about. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, just yet another dramatic element to what has been drama. You and I, before you weren't a co-host of this show, screamed for that entire fall leading up to this back and forth because I was telling you Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is a overdramatic drama queen, and uh, he's done nothing but reinforce that these last several years. Are you over it with him in Green Bay, or where are you at with A-Rodge? I mean, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, you, I mean, you want like, him. You like, want him. You love him. Of course. You do. You're in. You know what I like, Coulter? Winning. Football. (laughs) You know what Aaron Rodgers is? The best football (laughs) player on the planet of Earth. That's a fact. That's not that's not like home home hometown home fandom. It's just what that is the truth. Did he win the MVP? Yes. These pro sports MVPs where they don't announce them till uh, after the season is complete, you yeah. didn't know. Am I informing you of this right now? I, I thought that he might have, but I, I was I was blacking it out. Well, I, was, you're I was I was too busy uh, celebrating Cooper Cup. <laughs> well, you should celebrate Cooper Cup. Yes, he. W- and this is odd that Cooper Cup could be the offensive player of the year and Aaron Rodgers would be the MVP. Right. Like it seems you should be both. I understand it's two awards, so they separate them. Okay, fine. No, of co- of course you want Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, and uh, I actually think that he will be. Um, Mostly because nowhere else is he going to go that he's going to be in a better situation to win. And the, the Packers are good. That's they're, exactly right. They're, they're really of, good. For all of his uh, crying about, we don't use first-round draft picks on skill players, whatever. Well, okay, but the Packers also have one of the best offensive players in the league in Devontae Adams. They also have one of the best offensive lines in the league. Mm-hmm. So when I mean, healthy. when healthy, sure, but they still have those guys. And one of the best running games taken as a tandem between Aaron Jones yep. and AJ Dillon. So they, they, you know, offensively they're 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 in a really good shape. Obviously, they need eleven new players on special teams. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> maybe fifteen. I don't know. Maybe we need fifteen sure. new people. Um, but. It's not all just about the special teams. I mean, that's glaring and it's easy. You go back and watch that game in the cold and everything. I'm not going to get into it. Point is, is that uh, they are set to reload once again, and they have uh, a situation, especially that in through the draft, they can fill holes in a way. Like, some teams have glaring weaknesses. Sure. Green Bay just has areas that they can improve and get better. And if they address those things, they're once again going to be in great shape to be a really good football team. Nuanas now, 10th anniversary of ESPN Radio. Ryan Tutel sitting with me. Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. You can always check out the largest inventory of trucks in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. You want some wings? We got 10 wings every 10 minutes every Wednesday <laughs> for the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Call us right now, 406 1029 That's 888-1029. Call number one. We got 10 wings for you from the Despo. I've been back in Missoula 36 hours, so I have not made it over there yet, but Let's believe go. me, 
I'm on my way. That's good. Well, yeah. we'll just we'll just go ahead and uh, be transparent here and say you're anointed as one of the winners for the day. Okay. So, you, hey, you know, th- no, this is news to me. You're a for, you're oh, you're a founding father hey. of ESPN Radio, so we'll give you one of the one of the uh, the 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 gifts from I, from the king. I did not need that to go, but I will take it. Well, I know we're up against it, but I don't care. It's Tutel and Nuana, so that means we're going to for sure blow through the clock. I also know Tommy's at home sick, so I hope he's listening and raging because I've been pretty good about the clock now. I actually have a real producer that screams in my ear and all this sort of stuff, but uh, I have to ask you one more question. Yeah, of course. Is Tom Brady actually done? And if so, what the hell is Carolyn going to talk about? Because... (laughs) Because our good friend Carol, the chicken doesn't know sports, has made a full-on radio career yeah. out of making fun of Tom Brady's avocado toast and sweet potato chips. I guess she still could. It's just not going to be as visible. TMZ's not going to be as report uh, is not going to be reporting on old TV twelve as much. Man, do you think he watched the Super Bowl? Yes, you do. Tom Brady? Yes. I understand I what you're doing I, here where you're thinking, like, this sounds like a dumb question, but it's not. But I'm going to tell you, it is a dumb question. Okay? <laughs> yes. He watched the Super Bowl. You think so? Yes. Even if he was, like, in San Tropez and it was, like, 1 in the morning? There, there, no. There's no. My mother is 72. <laughs> She's in Fannerbell Park, South Africa. 3 a.m. And she watched Screaming it. at the TV between two teams she could give a rip about she, watching the She Super really Bowl. W- stayed up till 3 or she woke up at 3? No, no. She woke. No, no. The game actually kicked off at 1. So she was up. They, I, I I have this documented. She was up till 4.30. Stayed up Straight right. through watching the Super Bowl. Wow. So, yes. Tom Brady watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> 101 million people watched the Super Bowl and he was one of them. Is, uh, is Tom Brady going to play again? I think it's I think it's a coin flip. You do, yeah. I think I think does he, he matriculate his way to San Francisco? I I don't know, man. I don't like, either. I I I I'm not going to sit here and do that. But I do think this, like the team that he had in Tampa Bay, is done for. Like they're mm-hmm. they had a bunch of expiring contracts, no cap space. So there, there's a bunch of guys that they're losing off of that team. Um, but. I don't know, man. Like this, this, this is not the right time for this sort of like conversation. But when he's invested, he's invested in two things very deeply. Very like he he cares about his family, his wife. Clearly, like he's he's spent a lot of time, you know, as a father trying to do that thing, and he's obviously utterly and totally invested in football. And like at some point, you literally can't do both. Right and. and um, I'm not here to make any like judgment call about it, but but I think he understands that like he needs to make a choice to some extent. I, I'm not saying that I'm not speaking about anything about his personal life or what's you know, that there's anything going on there. I just think that you understand that like at some point that 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 you got to make that call, and uh, he's gonna suffer one way or another. Right, and 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 I don't mean that in a bad way. No, like, totally. Nobody's crying tears for Tom Brady. Believe me, <laughs> last of all. But 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 um, to to walk away when you still got it by a lot. Right. I mean, this ain't like no. He led the league. This ain't. I mean, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger. No. Like it's all out there. It ain't all out there for no, Tom he, Brady. He led. He led the league in passing so, yards and threw forty three touchdowns. So you know. But also, I think this, like, if he can't get into a situation where he knows, like, 
we're going to be we're going to be having a run. We're going to be looking sure. good. Then of course not. Like forget about. It. He's not he's not going to he's not trying to be 500. Exactly. As a coach we both know well says, I ain't trying to lose 20 games in a season ever. Ever. That's exactly right. Ever. Anything else that's been burned in your sports mind before you let no, you go? No, man. Um I played cricket for the first time in South Africa. Nice. That was that? It was wild. Uh it's really weird to be able to hit a foul ball for points. But right. you can do it in cricket. But uh, no, it was uh, it was a great trip. Great to be with my sister. Bless her heart. Her and her five, but sort of actually seven kids, depending on how you count. <laughs> and then our three. They had a grand time together. I've been in summer for about eighteen months. It sounds like a dream to many. It's absolutely a nightmare <laughs> for me. And so when I woke up to snow this morning. Uh, it was borderline tears, and my kids have done nothing but roll around in the white stuff all day long. And I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna join them for a while. I think now. Gotta love it, Ryan Tutel, helping us celebrate our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Radio. Thanks for being here, man. This was fun. Privilege to be back. Love it every time. I Thanks, should just, Coulter. I should just lock the door, not let him leave. <laughs> Alex Eshelman, the Montana State Minute. What's going on with MSU hoop? She's got the scoop. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Nuana is now back after this. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. I shouldn't have let him leave. He left his cell phone in here, though, so maybe we just won't let him leave. Welcome back. It's Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. I'm coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can check out Northwest Motorsport online anytime, nwmsrocks.com. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Appreciate them for being a proud part here of Nuanas Now. Ryan Tutel kicked out the show as part of our 10th anniversary celebration if you've been paying attention, all February long, every single Wednesday, we have 10 wings every 10 minutes from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, courtesy of the number one client here at ESPN Missoula, the first one we ever had 10 years ago back in February 2012, so we appreciate them. So let's keep on doing it. Let's keep on rolling. Text us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We got 10 wings to so the Desperado as part of our 10th anniversary Celebration. Appreciate Ryan being here. Very fun to do a little two-tell Nuanez action here on Nuanez now. Feeling nostalgic. Time now, though, for the Montana State Minute. Alex Eshelman from SWX Montana Television. She's over there in Bozeman, and she joins us each Wednesday. But it's been a couple weeks because she has been very busy. So, Alex, thanks so much for being here. What have you been up to? What's been going on? Well, Coulter, thank you so much for having me back. I know. I'm so sorry. I've not been able to join you here the past few weeks, but... 
Oh my gosh, you think things slow down a little bit with uh, with the football season being over, but when your both your basketball programs are rocking, it's it's kind of hard to not uh, give them the the attention that they deserve, and they they very much deserve it with uh, the performances that they've had rolling into February here, and then not just the the Montana State basketball programs, but we've got tennis. They just uh, had a brawl the wild victory over the weekend and the track indoor track and field season's going well for the bobcats so kind of been running around all over the brick breed and field house the past few weeks Coulter. well no doubt about it and uh, it is sort of the epicenter right now of the state of montana is that montana state campus and i think it's a testament to the institutional momentum that MSU's uh, cultivated as a university as a whole and uh, and as an athletic department. So let's first start with the track and field aspect. I'm going to be over there in Bozeman next week for the Big Sky Conference Indoor Track and Field Championships. And the coolest mm-hmm. part about track to me is that the time is the time. The height is the height. The mark is the mark. And if you are at a national level, you're at a national level. You don't have to you know get a seed in a tournament and upset this team or that team or whatever. Right now, Duncan Hamilton right. for the men's track team and Lucy Corbett for the women's track team there at MSU are two of the best in the country. Lucy Corbett just had a six-foot-two high jump, which is the second-best mark in the NCAA this year, period. So I'm sure you're probably just now diving into track, but very cool that there's two nationally-ranked athletes right now there at Montana State. It's so cool. And um, I actually was able to speak with Lucy uh, yesterday about her performance at the Bobcat preview and – She's so cool because she's just calm and collected every time she talks about it. I said, how do you keep your your nerves down in moments like that when all eyes are on you? And she said, she said, funny enough, she actually just lays on the ground and closes her eyes right before uh, she goes out and performs. Uh, and it seems to be working for her. So she said that, you know, she knew she had to hit the, the six-foot mark in order to qualify for nationals and kind of uh, take that next step. And she said, I don't know, something was just working for me that day. So, so cool um, to see her succeed. And not just her, but there were five uh, record breakers in that uh, preview meet um, this past week at the Brick Braden Fieldhouse culture. So really cool to see uh, the success that that program's having this year. Montana State Minute, Alex Esselman joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's presented in part by J&V Restaurant Supply. J&V is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, you can score big with J&V. They have three locations throughout the state of Montana, but also have an awesome website, jvrestaurant.com. Go visit jvrestaurant.com today. The hoops teams are absolutely rolling at MSU. The Montana State women lost at Southern Utah last Thursday. That's the only loss of 2022 for the Bobcat men's and women's basketball teams. They were 17-0 and to start the new year. And now here, I guess you do some math, and, and they pushed it over 20 wins and just one loss still in this calendar year. Unbelievable for the MSU men and women. Let's start with the women, though. Uh, what have you liked about their performances? Because it seems like they're figuring out a lot of different ways to win. They have this pivotal uh, centerpiece in Darian White, but it seems like there's a ton of different players that are stepping up. I think you just hit the nail on the head, Coulter. I think the depth of their team is what really what's contributing to the consistent success of their program. Like you said, Darian, I mean, that 32-point performance uh, a couple weeks ago. And 
uh, was absolutely incredible. And she's just such a good leader for the program, knows when to step up um, and kind of take control of the team. But, like, I mean, like we see on the court all the time, she just leads by example as an absolute star. But um, the depth of the program, I mean, you see so many of the other players step up between Taylor Jansen and Lexi Deaton and Leah Beatty and everybody is able to produce and contribute. Um, and so I, I really think that that is the key to what is making that team successful. And then the coaching staff is just amazing. I mean, Coach Ben and the, the rest of the assistant coaches are phenomenal. You can see that they have a really good um, culture going there and uh, a continued culture. Obviously, this is Coach Ben's 17th season. Um, and shout out to them as well. They have the best style. Every time For they sure. walk onto the court, they've got amazing outfits. And I, I truly get inspired by looking at their outfits and their looks. I'm like, okay, I, I think I could maybe wear that or try <laughs> try to look as cool as them. You gotta love it. Alex Esmajonis here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. And uh, Danny Sprinkle's squad continues to roll along as well. The Montana State men now, 11 wins in a row, 16 out of 17. Seems like the Bobcats can do no wrong. What do you think of this winning streak? And uh, is it sustainable? I, you know, there's always the notion in sports where you don't want to be too hot going into a single elimination tournament just because you want to peak at the right time. But at this point, these guys, they can't lose. They haven't lost in months. I know. It's incredible. And I definitely think it's sustainable culture because, and I was just saying this, that I feel like since the start of the season, you could feel the chip on the team's shoulder from making it to the championship last year and not being able to, you know, unfortunately they didn't get it done in that very final game. And I think that that's the mentality of never really being satisfied. They not only want to get back there, but they want to get that win. And I think that they right now are so locked in and focused um, on one game at a time to get them there. Um, and these have not been easy wins. I mean, this has been come down to a couple of points at the end of the game. And for them to be able to step up in those high-pressure situations and get the job done, that is going to be critical when they continue to move down the stretch into their season and into March. They just have so many different players that can step up, too. But I think that the emergence of Raekwon Battle has been absolutely pivotal because everybody knew about Amin Adamu and Xavier Bishop and Jabril Bello and even Abdul Muhammad, right. the, the veteran guys. But Battle has been Mr. Clutch lately. So what have you thought of him being able to come off the bench and, and carry him like he has for certain stretches? Uh, incredible. And I was actually able to speak with him, Coulter, when he when it was announced that he was transferring to Montana State. And I do remember him talking about how this is a place he wanted to come in and play and contribute. And that was his main point. He's like, I just want to get out there and I want to be able to play every single game. And he's been able to do that and he's been quickly become a star it's it's fun to watch him it's fun to watch him play like all the all of them are fun to watch but there's something about his um his energy that he brings he can just kind of come up and and make these clutch shots and these 
high, you know, high pressure situations. I also, here's one thing I've noticed, Coulter, and this is a co- topic of conversation I've started. Are the short shorts back? They are. Am I out of the the short shorts are back because Raekwon rocks the short shorts. And I was like, are they all wearing the short shorts? Everybody's wearing the short shorts now. And I feel like I've been out of the loop because somebody said to me, yeah, this this has been happening for like two years. And I'm like, really? This is, a, this is back? So I don't know. It's, it's, he rocks the trend. It's hilarious, too, because... You know, people of a certain age, especially people uh, that are a little older than me, people of Danny Sprinkles' age group, for example, Montana State's head men's basketball coach, they they certainly right. were they were inundated with that baggy shorts, the Fab Five, you know, the Allen Iverson era. Everybody's wearing shorts that, in retrospect, were so ridiculously baggy. I saw a picture of Coach Springs oh. when he was playing, and he has shorts. Looks like he's swimming in them. The, the look now, regardless of a style or not. It's a lot more functional, I at least think. You know, it's a lot easier to dribble the ball between your legs when you're not wearing a couple parachutes as pants. Uh, it's so interesting, Coulter. I mean, I just first, I don't know when I, I noticed it recently, but I'm like, this is, is this the new look? And it was Jack Murray. Jack Murray, yep. uh, social media star for Montana State. And he said, yeah, have you not noticed? I mean, we the, the way we ordered these new jerseys, it, you had to have the short shorts with the look. It was like, it was a must. I'm like, wow, okay. And I, I do think that Raekwon is the ringleader of the short short trend. They gotta love it. Both Bobcat Sports and Fashion Analysis with Alex Eschmitz, our Montana Minute. Alex, I will... Right, we gotta love it. We love everything that has to do with anything pop culture and off the beaten path when it comes to the sports world. So that's the Montana State Minute. Alex Eshelman from SWX Montana Television. She joins us each week here on Nuanas Now. And uh, Alex, appreciate you being here this week. We'll catch up with you next weekend. I'll probably see you in Bozeman next weekend. But in the meantime, have yourself a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Can't wait, Coulter. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. The Montana State Minute is presented in part by Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. Whether you're looking to buy or sell in the world of real estate in the Helena area, Jake Dubeck should be your first call. Any questions you have from the accelerating Montana real estate market to what the future might look like for you, Jake has in-depth knowledge on all the neighborhoods in and around the capital city. So if you're in the Helena area, give Jake a call today, 406-465-5506. That's 465-5506. Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor and proud sponsor of the Montana State Minute. More wings, plus maybe a little history lesson coming up after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Oh! It's new on his now.
102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Montana, welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can find amazing winter savings at Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com for the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, and off-road capable SUVs. Take back control of the road with a new rig from Northwest Motorsport. Our 10th anniversary celebration here at ESPN Radio marches on every Wednesday for the month of February. We have 10 wings every 10 minutes, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. So let's do it one more time. Call us right now. Call our number 2406-888-1029. It's a Wing It Wednesday, 10th anniversary style, 10 wings every 10 minutes. 406-888-1029. Call us right now. Call our number 2. We got 10 wings for you from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. I was just thinking this as I was actually uh, just putting this on Twitter. At Montana State, uh, for the football program, they had a lot of success this last year, and success breeds success. It also usually breeds uh, coaching turnover. It's just kind of the nature of the way that it goes. You have young coaches who coach a successful team, and a lot of times they – Move on. Get get elevated opportunities. That's exactly what happened for the Bobcat football team. Freddie Banks Colorado uh, is hired at Colorado State. He's the former defensive coordinator. He's taken Adam Pillipi with him. Uh, Adam was the assistant defensive line coach. So those two guys out. And uh, Nate Potter, the tight ends coach, who's a Boise State alum, former NFL offensive lineman, he went back to his alma mater of Boise State. And so Tyler Walker who was the director of recruiting there at MSU. He is now a the tight ends coach there at Montana State. And then the, the final spot, Adam Pillipi's spot, was filled in by Nick John Baptiste, who was a defensive lineman at Baylor and then played in the NFL for a handful of years. And uh, not really a lot of analysis about this other than, when of course, we mentioned last week, Willie Matt Garza, who's had a lot of stops in his college coaching career. He uh, is the new defensive coordinator of the MSU. But uh, Jean-Baptiste, he, when he was playing, won about 6'3", 335. And so the, the only analysis I have here is I was thinking to myself, who are the, the, the biggest in just physical stature of the Big Sky assistants? I mean, Chad Germer at the University of Montana, is a, he's a big dude. He played in the NFL. And he's a good 6'5". And uh, he's a lot trimmer, actually, than he was during his playing days. But, I mean, he's a very, very large man. And Luther Ellis, who was at Idaho, who played in the NFL for like 13 years, he's an all-pro defensive lineman for the Detroit Lions. He is not at Idaho anymore. He actually went to Utah because he finally ran out of sons to be studs for the Vandals. And so he's going back to his alma mater, uh, particularly after the dismissal of Paul Petrino. That one makes sense. But Luther Ellis was kind of the guy that had that standing reputation 
as as the 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 biggest. You know, the guy's like, ooh, that dude was probably a great player back in his day. Luther Ellis was probably that guy. You have to think that John Baptiste is probably Nick John Baptiste at Montana State. He's got to be. He's he's probably up there for sure. There's the there, there's probably some other ones that I'm sort of glossing over. Roger Cooper, former defensive coordinator, I know Stam. He was the Big Sky defensive MVP as a linebacker uh, during his time at Montana State as a player. And uh, you know, I'm sure Ed McCaffrey probably has somebody that that played at a high level of football on his staff in Northern Colorado. And so you know, I don't really have the whole Rolodex of Big CI Conference assistant coaches right at my disposal or within my brain. <laughs> but you'd have to think that a guy that was a D tackle in the NFL like John Baptiste was eh, probably up there when it comes to uh, largest physical statures among assistant Big CI Conference football coaches. That sounds like a fun summer feature. Maybe we'll put that together. Uh, SkylineSportsMT.com. If you've been following along, we're giving you some brief history lessons here because I have this wonderful book, The 100 Greatest Sports Heroes by Mac Davis. And it's a compilation of some of the opinions of some of the top sports writers in the country circa 1954. That's when this book came out. So we've been going through just a couple of days just to sort of highlight and remember. And I, I find it very interesting that some are no-brainers. You definitely heard of them. You knew of these people and others. Completely new. Uh, so the two I have to share with you today, these are all just in alphabetical order. So if you notice that we're just going alphabetically, um, that's why. We're, so we're to the C's now, basically. The two I'll highlight today. First, Florence Chadwick. Her nickname, the Queen of the World's Waterways. She decided that she was going to be the first woman to swim the English Channel. And she did so on August 8th of 1950. Unbelievable. Took her 13 hours and 20 minutes. 13 hours and 20 minutes later, the book reads, Forrest Chadwick emerged from the icy waters and stepped onto English soil. She'd covered the grueling 19 miles in a time that smashed a 25-year-old world record, and she became instantly famous. Unreal. Very cool for her. The other one that I'll highlight, and uh, pertinent, pertinent timing as well, because Andrew Houghton, our producer, and I, um, we lived together as well, and uh, during one of our late-night conversations, we were just talking baseball. We are talking about some of the greatest baseball players of all time. And that made me fall down the Babe Ruth rabbit hole. But I was also uh, reignited in my fascination with Ty Cobb. I... The first big, like, meaty, quote-unquote, adult documentary, not documentary, biography I ever read was about Ty Cobb. I think I was in second or third grade. It was one of the first big books that I had, I had tackled. And it was this documentary, or this guy, not documentary. I'm obsessed with documentaries now. It's a biography all about Ty Cobb. Well, he's our other athlete I'll share with you today. And uh, if you don't know, you should. I know there's all sorts of different arguments when it comes to this and that and the generations and whatever. Could this guy play today? Could that guy play tomorrow? Whatever. There's just no way you could ever convince me that the Georgia Peach, Ty Cobb, couldn't play in every era. I think that his stats are otherworldly. I mean, they're incomparable, honestly. (laughs) I'm looking at this book. This dude played 24 big league seasons. He played in 3,033 games. I believe that is still 
to this day, almost 100 years later, the most games played by a major league player. I also believe his at-bats record of 11,429 stands. I'm certain that his run scored record of 2,244 is still in the top three or four. I believe that only uh, Ricky Henderson, maybe Barry Bonds, maybe Hank Aaron have more than that, but 2,224 runs. I mean, that's the name of the game, right? But he also, at the time of this publishing, had far and away the most hits in baseball history. Pete Rose, of course, infamously broke that record before then getting banned from baseball for gambling. But uh, Ty Cobb, 4,191 hits. He also stole 892 bases, which was before the days of, you know, Maury Wills and Lou Brock first. And then, of course, Ricky Henderson and Tim Raines and uh, some of the other great base stealers of the 1980s and the 1990s with Kenny Lofton. There, there wasn't people stealing bases like that back in the 1910s and 1920s. Ty Cobb stole 96 bases in one season. That, in comparison to what people were doing back then, is like doubling up your competition. Unbelievable, and even probably even more than that. A lifetime 367 hitter, he won 12 batting titles, including nine, count them, nine in a row. He hit over 300, 23 straight years. Unbelievable. More than 200 hits, nine different times. He has the highest single-season batting average in the history of baseball when he hit 424, and he batted over 400. Remember, nobody's batted over 400 since Ted Williams did it like 75 years ago. Ty Cobb hit over 400 three different times. Just unbelievable. But he also, probably the most uh, unbreakable record he has is the record for total bases in a single game. One uh, afternoon, and this was on May 5th, 1925, so that's my birthday but uh, a good 62 years before I was born, Ty Cobb, most total bases in the game. He had two singles, two doubles, a triple, and three home runs. <laughs> I don't even have a time to do all the math on that. Unbelievable. I love some of those old-school baseball stats, so that's your little history lesson for the day. A little Ty Cobb for you. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. A meandering and wandering conversation all about what's next in the NFL. Super Bowl in the rearview. Off-season drama, sure, to be upcoming. We'll go all the way around the NFL. Also going to talk some high school hoops. And, of course, we got 10 wings every 10 minutes, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill as part of our 10th anniversary celebration here at ESPN Missoula. Keep it right here. We'll be right back. It's Nuanas Now. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 